Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex coach and jade egg and tantric sex teacher. I work with luxury lovers, teaching them the art of better sacred sex by helping them remove all their blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection so they can step into their fullest potential and power as humans and alchemists in the 3D. If you'd like to learn how to release shame and guilt destroying your sex life so you can feel fully sexually liberated and free, you can access my How to Release Shame and Guilt training at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shame. This episode is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Hello, my luxury lovers. Welcome. It's Tilly. And today we're going to continue with a bit of the theme that we discussed last week around modern feminism and how sometimes it's actually sabotaging what we really want in our sex lives and relationships that many of us who got raised with the, you know, parents who maybe were a little more minded around feminism and really stepping into being a powerful independent woman. uh, It's great to feel that you have that sort of empowerment in your everyday life. But what I am finding is that us women who were raised with that sort of mentality, even I, growing up Southern Baptist, had a mother who had her own job. She was a teacher for 27 years. She taught third grade and fifth grade and at the end, kindergarten. And even she had her own bank account and she had her bills were separate from my dad's. And even then, you know, that was a very kind of radical thing for parents in the South and where I'm from in particular, super small town, Louisiana, uh, just North of new Orleans. Um, you know, I even got raised with some of that mentality from my own mother, much less the culture that I grew up in. And my early twenties, uh, late teens, early twenties was all about, you know, you can do it all on your own. You don't need a man. You can do this, you can do that, you can do whatever. And some of that mentality is super empowering in some areas of our lives. However, what I see happening is that in the area of sexuality and relationship, what happens is that it makes us unable to surrender and fully let go. And if that is a desire of yours, surrendering and letting go is something that we have to learn and be okay with, that you can still be an independent, strong woman And you can surrender and let go in the bedroom. And many women who got raised like I did and like Alex did, we didn't really get that message of how can you be a strong woman and also surrender and open up fully and not shame your desires for the surrendered state you might want to experience during sexuality. So today, Alex is going to share with you her story through the program. We have a new round starting on October 3rd, about every three or six weeks, we start a new group of ladies. Um, This time, uh, if you are interested, you can apply at www.tillystorm.com forward slash centrally dash embodied dash woman. You will take the little quiz on there. And after you take the pleasure assessment quiz, you will be invited to book a call with our pleasure assessment queen, Jennifer, who is also our assistant coach in the program. 
We've hired, uh, we've even hired a program coordinator and client concierge to make sure that you have the most epic, amazing experience and to make sure that you get what you came here for in this program. So rest assured, uh, you will have and be fully supported in the program uh, to help meet your goals and desires and your sexuality and relationship. And as you'll see with Alex, um, she really felt supported in this program and being celebrated every step of the way for all of her accomplishments. And without further ado, here she is. Hey, Alex, how are you? Hey, I'm really good, Tilly. How are you? I'm so wonderful. And ecstatic to have you on and share with us your experience. I first let's just start by telling us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Sure. Okay. So my name's Alex, and um, I'm here in the UK. Um, and I have a, I run my own business, so I am a um, confidence and career coach. I. Um, I don't know if you need to know my age, but I'm 38. Uh, I don't have any kids. I'm not currently in a relationship. So it's all kind of business, business, business for me. That's my kind of world. So uh, yeah, totally focused on the business at the moment and just trying to make that kind of really fly and scale at the moment. It's quite exciting. Nice. Yeah, I love what you do. And I also know that even though you're single, you've had quite a fun dating experience through the course of the program, yeah? Uh, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Some interesting stories to share with the group. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm so excited to dive into some of those if you feel like sharing them. But yeah, I'm curious what inspired you, you know, as someone who's single and really focused on career and business right now, what inspired you to join the program and work with us for 16 weeks? Okay, so I was, um, I'd done a lot of work with myself before. I'd done a lot of kind of, um, I'd had a load of coaches before, not a load, some. So I'd done like business, career, um, health, you know, personal development, coaching, all of that. There was just one little aspect that for some reason I just, kind of wanted to gloss over just didn't really want to go dive into and that was kind of sex and pleasure and I guess there was a lot of shame around that and I wasn't sure how to I wasn't sure I needed it I wasn't sure you know I was like it's fine it's fine it's fine um but I yeah as as I progressed I realized that I really needed to kind of have a coach on this as well because there was lots of stuff in my life that was coming up that was actually holding me back from being the woman that I knew I could have, could be basically. So quite bluntly, um, (laughs) I came to utility going, I don't know how to say this. Um, Yeah. I couldn't even speak my kind of shame, but it was basically that I couldn't orgasm on my own without a vibrator. So although in my past, I'd had sex with partners and the sex was good and I had fun and it was all that. But actually, there was this deep shame within me, this dirty secret that I didn't know how to make myself orgasm. I was 38. I felt like a complete loser. <laughs> I felt like I'd been lying, you know, and couldn't admit this to my partner. And actually, it had been quite probably if I look back on it now, some of the reasons why I'd had to break up with partners because I couldn't tell them this thing. 
So it was eating me up and I came to you and I, I think I remember sort of saying it and dying inside. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, yeah, I hear that all the time. I'm like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> okay. totally normal. What? What? <laughs> oh, I thought I was some sort of freak. You know what I mean? I thought everyone's having great orgasmic sex all the time. And, and I wasn't. Yeah, no, you know. Not to say that I hadn't got had fun or orgasms with my partners, but just felt like a bit like I couldn't quite do it myself. So that's why I joined the call. Yeah, and that's that. I, it is so common. I know all of y'all that when you share these things with me or people on my team, it's like, oh my god, I must be the only one who's successful in every area of my life. Yet this one thing, I feel so much shame around. Because I can't even figure out how to make myself come or uh, like, you know, whatever it is for you, or I can't have an orgasm in a different position than this one thing. Like that's really common too. And the amount that like the weight of that shame and guilt, it affects so many other areas of your life. And the more you try and like cover it and, you know, like hide it, the more that it just gets bigger and louder. And you're like, oh my God, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> so what was the breaking point for you to just be like, okay, enough of this, I'm freaking done. <laughs> like, let's start. Um, I think, you know, I'd had a lot, I'm quite a spiritual person and, and a previous coach to me had said, it's, it's so key to connect with your feminine and your masculine energy. And I was doing all of the kind of masculine energy stuff with the business, hustle, hustle, push, push, you know, drive, ambition, all these things that I was sort of very proud of, you know, independent woman. Um, But I just wasn't able to connect really with my femininity. And I just knew it was something that I absolutely had to, to do. So I guess there wasn't this sort of enlightened kind of lightning bolt of like, oh, I must learn how to orgasm. But on the other hand, um, starting the business and um, sort of, you know, this transition I'd made in my life, I'd broken up with the boyfriend, I'd moved home, I'd literally done, I severed everything. (laughs) And I just thought this is now the time to be completely me, completely authentic. And this is the thing I need to face up to. It's going to hold me back if I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it does in so many ways. And you even mentioned that I feel like this is part of the reason why I've broken up with certain partners because I couldn't face the my own limitation because it was it was so shameful to even face that. So I just like big props to you for having the courage because this work does take a lot of courage for people. I think that's one thing when people come on here and share their stories that they're like, Oh my God, like it does take a lot of courage to step up and face our sexual limitations and blockages and fears and all and emotional baggage that we're carrying around it. So I'm just thankful that you were able to work through all of that and say yes to it and go on this journey of a perfect storm as I would like to call it. <laughs> I think, thank you. I would just want to say that, yeah, it does take some courage to initially take the step. But once you're on it, it's like you're meant to be here. It's actually not that hard. And you and your team just make it so easy to just be honest, to be to be open, to be vulnerable and and just to kind of grow together. You just celebrate us the whole way through. And it's just lovely. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since we started the program like a year and a half ago, you know, there's been so many iterations of it and so many ways it's changed and shifted. And I think your your cohort was the first one that we did. Uh, we broke it up a lot more and we spread out the weeks and we added in a celebrations, clearings, desires, community call uh, where we could really help you learn to start celebrating the big wins because we're so focused on all of the negativity going on in the world and all the shit we have, we're dealing with and we're trying to work through. It's like, dude, we just need to like celebrate. Right? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that you recognize that and feel like you were celebrated because you you're so freaking amazing oh my god alex has been absolutely incredible and being like a way shower to help other women feel safe opening up about and talking about their sexuality and sharing their wins uh she showed up constantly on our community uh, vimify app which is our challenge and it was just rock solid like constantly showing up for yourself so Tell me that what were your biggest wins and celebrations mm. from this program that you experienced? Are you ready for the big long list? <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the biggest one is that I achieved my goal. So my original goal was to learn how to orgasm myself without a vibrator, which I did. Hey oh, whoop whoop. <laughs> I was literally like oh my god this is amazing (laughs) wow uh yeah straight on the Vimify app celebrating I've done it um (laughs) anyway moving on um I also learned to to speak up about this deep dark secret and that that support and community that everyone gave me during that was so sort of safe and so beautiful it just gave me this huge confidence to just to be honest and vulnerable and truth and and it just allowed me to kind of free myself of this years of well 30 odd years of shame and it was gorgeous it was absolutely gorgeous and I felt so accepted and so acknowledged during that so thank you um, I ended up speaking up about all sorts of different things. So, so open about sex. We have such frank discussions about all sorts of different sex and p- partners and how people relate to each other and yeah, deep stuff. <laughs> and it just, that open communication between us and the rest of the community was just, it just meant that the shame was no longer it just wasn't a shameful thing anymore. It wasn't something that we sort of had to hide away and not not speak about. And that's really important. Um, I also realized what I actually liked in the bedroom and what I wanted in a man, which is huge. And that I could ask for what I want and get it. Yes. <laughs> that started to happen too. Um, <laughs> I learned what really, really turned me on. And I cleared loads of kind of anxiety and guilt. I met a load of amazing people, some of whom are now my good, solid friends for life, I know. And I guess the the, the last thing I wanted to say that I'm celebrating and learnt was that as an empowered businesswoman, you know, independent woman, I realized that there's a big part of me that 
wants to be quite submissive in the bedroom. And that didn't really fit with my ideal of what an empowered feminist, you know, is. But actually embracing that sort of part of you as a good thing, as a positive thing, as an empowered thing was this huge breakthrough for me as well. So, and that wasn't even expected. I just came up to turn up to get some orgasms. (laughs) Oh, and I learned that you can be a multi-orgasmic and it's not just a myth. Oh, certainly, right? (laughs) I'm still surprised by the amount of people that think that is a myth or think it's not possible for them. It makes me sad because it's so, you know, like, People will get mad at me sometimes and they're like, oh, no, that's not possible. I can't do that. I'm like, actually, you can. You're just not willing to look at the things in the way of what is possible. <laughs> and it's bothering you, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I, I love having witnessed your experience dating this particular person that you were seeing at the time through the program. Because this person in particular brought up so many triggers for you and so many wounds around your inner child that needed to be healed so that you could learn how to surrender and learn what you wanted in a man and accept part of your erotic blueprint that Mm. you were not really owning before. So can you tell us a little about the transpiration of that relationship and what it brought up for you? Okay. Okay. So, um, hmm, what, what do I talk about there? Okay. So, um, he, he ticked a lot of boxes in principle, but actually what he was bringing up to me was feelings of not good enough. And yeah, that was just massively triggering kind of my, well, me and through conversations with you, Tilly, um, you got to the bottom of it immediately, essentially, that it is it was triggering my inner child's feeling of not feeling safe and loved and belonging. And so we did a bit of work on that. We did, you know, a few weeks of work on it, to be honest. And I, I now feel genuinely just more settled, more safe, more loved, more massively more belonging in my whole life I just feel more content and comfortable but he needed to kind of crop up in my life to trigger that and it was actually a really important learning experience for me and I'm very very grateful for him so uh um but but it was an important time for me to understand that being triggered um I would normally have just gone okay bye then see ya and not healed the wounds and just the next guy would come along and he'd trigger me again and you know and again and again I'm like oh there's a habit going on in my life somehow (laughs) um but you very wisely was like hey he's triggering you let's heal that like oh can we do that oh cool (laughs) so we did so it did. I know I can't say I'm fully like, yeah, I'm completely good enough. Um, you know, we're all we're all still work in progress and I'm on my journey and you know, it'll always I'll always be growing. But I definitely feel like my inner child is just uh she's not shouting as much for attention and love and she she's now much safer. And it it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love these deep 
parts. Like I love that you've experienced the orgasm without the vibrator. Like that's such a huge external win, but I love the internal wins just as much as the external ones, because the internal ones are the thing that makes the external ones happen. Because remember, and I hope this is okay to share, but <laughs> remember there is a part of your inner child that the, the masculine, like you felt like you couldn't trust that it would be there for you. And which is what kept you from being able to surrender into an orgasmic state without the crutch of the vibrator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was huge actually. So to go back to the beginning, I I thought I had connected with my inner masculine. I had that all down. Um, But actually my, my little me inside, um, she needed to see that he was there. She needed to meet him, which is huge. So he, he in my mind now ends up hanging out with her and she's all, she's just like, oh, he's here. Yay. I say, and uh, yeah. So just knowing that they're there together, he's looking after her. He's looking out for me. Um, I can, allows me to be the feminine and really embody the feminine me and and truly surrender to what it, what is the right thing for me to do my intuition um my inner guidance and it's meant that my business is just running so much better so much more kind of ah, it easily and the energy just seems to be flowing in my life just a lot better i'm just genuinely happier <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I know that was something that you really struggled with in the beginning too, is just finding joy in the everyday existence, right? And your inner child feeling sad because she just, she was carrying a lot of sadness and shame for so long. And then like halfway through the program, you just, you just popped and like all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, there's joy. (laughs) I I remember that feeling. (laughs) Again, there's this whole shame around like running your own business and being like, I can't go outside and run around like a little kid. I'm a serious businesswoman. You know, I can't dance around the living room like that. I, I, I shouldn't, I should be working. I should not be having fun. But damn, no, <laughs> no. I now absolutely make time every single day to have as much fun as I possibly can. And, and that's the, the really lovely thing about your course is because we have these daily rituals to do and they literally say this is your pleasure time this is your time for fun this is you you have to do this daily and it's like really I I thought it was just at the weekends you know I could have a bit of fun but no Jilly's like no fun every day (laughs) okay my coach says so right (laughs) (laughs) and now I I would just never never give that up it's such an important part of my life Mm, yes beautiful okay well can you tell us specifically what do you feel really helped you to learn to orgasm without the vibrator like was it one of the practices that you did was it something that just clicked in your brain like what do you feel really made that connection possible because we know that it is literally you wiring new neural pathways in your brain to orgasm Um, but like how it happens, people want to know like, well, how, how did you do it? So can you share with us that? Yeah, sure. So it was a particular practice that, that we did. Um, 
which was the geographical geographical orgasmic exploration yeah yes that one um but it is also the all of the other weeks as well of just slowing down it's like this desperate like it was previously just this desperate need to just it be done in 10 minutes and you know I'm too busy for this really but I need to release actually spending learn a learning that the women take kind of half an hour to sort of warm up or they can do that was like oh really oh I, I didn't really even know that I kind of knew you obviously you know about foreplay and all of that but actually most women taking half an hour to warm up is it's quite a long time and I just hadn't ever kind of given myself that length of time to just enjoy my my whole body you know just even stroking my hair touching my face it became this heightened sense of of pleasure um so giving myself that um connecting with my own really feeling my own body and slowing down um and focusing on rather that the pleasure is sort of used to be quite tense for me the intense pleasure of like clitoral vibrate um like stimulation or or sex but actually when you when you allow it to kind of extend out across your whole body it just means you can bring more pleasure to all parts of your body and it's a surrender and that's the surrender that I was missing it was it instead of it kind of being a pinpoint thing, actually it's a whole body thing. And wow, do they feel good when you do a whole body orgasms? Woo! Yes. Yeah. And I, I think also for me, clearing the shame was a, a huge thing. So it's a huge block. So allowing myself to just go, okay, you've done that now. Now's your time to play. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to recap this right now because this is so important. All right, now, if you want to learn how to orgasm without a vibrator, you do not need another tip or trick. You don't need to go to Cosmo and learn how to stroke it a certain way. As you can see, that is not what Alex did. She said two things. She said, I cleared the shame. And she said, I did the geographical orgasmic exploration practice, which was really the one where it clicked for her. And in that practice, you are literally, embod- it is an embodiment practice. You are embodying, you are touching yourself with your hand, or you can use whatever you want, however you want to do it, but there's no particular way to do it, right? You're just exploring your body, and you're exploring the different components of orgasm. You're exploring what it means to experience pleasure, for pleasure to expand in your body, and then for the mind state shift of surrender to happen. And for you, it was that third component of surrender. Like I didn't know how to surrender in a relaxed state. It felt like the only way I could surrender was when I kind of forced it or pushed myself to do it. And then it didn't feel like a full release of surrender, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the embodiment and the emotional baggage that people really get to clear and with the embodiment practices get to practice that opens you up to other orgasmic experiences that you've never had before. It is not some step-by-step process. No, no. Right. 
Oh, I don't think I was particularly doing anything different down there. Um, what was different was in my head and just exploring my whole body. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's just something that, you know, so many people get the idea about that's not even correct or accurate, it's that, you know, it's a, they try and force and push and the way that they approach things is just like, <laughs> that's not how you're going to get from point A to point B, right? <laughs> I know that, you know that, but a lot of other people don't get it or they don't, they don't realize it. So you just saying that is probably like lighting up some light bulbs in a lot of people's heads right now. So thank you. No problem. <laughs> I do have to add here actually that it's so important to learn that the orgasm isn't the goal as well. That was a huge thing for me to learn because I came into this course going, the orgasm is my goal. But as soon as it, you drop that expectation, surrender can happen because it doesn't really matter. The pleasure itself, the whole journey, that whole half an hour, an hour, however long you want to do it, um, it's all pleasurable. And the orgasm is an addition, additional part of pleasure to it at the end that you can get. But actually, sometimes you don't need an inverted commas. It. It's just lovely to just please yourself. Mm. Yeah, so good. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, what feels possible for you now after going through everything that you just did? Uh, everything, Tilly, everything. <laughs> um, no, seriously, like multiple orgasms. Uh, I am now multi-orgasmic. Whoop, whoop. Um, getting the best sex of my life. That feels possible. Um, getting the man. Ooh, wait. <laughs> Tell us about the best sex of your life. Didn't that happen just recently? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, um, no. Uh, yes. That I basically said, let's, let's do this. <laughs> I know. I'm... I completely surrendered to my submissive side that I hadn't fully surrendered to before. I kind of always knew, you know, in the back of my mind that I, I was quite submissive in, in the bedroom, but didn't really know how to ask for it. Didn't really know how, how much I was, you know, what basically is very tied into my erotic blueprint. And I just, yeah, we all just kind of went with it. <laughs> um, and uh yeah, met, met a, a guy who also felt, you know, that his dominant side was what turned him on. And, yeah, we had some very good sex. That's epic. I love hearing that. And <laughs> I, thank you so much for sharing that because I know you're probably, it seems like you're like, <laughs> a little uncomfortable to admit some of these things. But I, I know it's it's so interesting because, your core blueprint is starting to arise now that the shame is clearing because you cleared the shame and you've let go of the judgments around what you really do desire. So sometimes people will say, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. They really do know what they want. They're just fucking afraid to admit it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, they almost like, it's, I, I kind of didn't want to be that way. I didn't want to admit that I really like being submissive in the bedroom because that doesn't live up to the identity that I decided that I wanted. 
But actually, it's empowering. It's so empowering to just go, yes, this is what I want. And this is what turns me on. And why shouldn't I be having the best sex of my life? Yes. (laughs) Wow. Wow, this is so good. And it goes back to the whole modern feminism show from last week is that it's great you want to be an empowered, independent woman. But that thinking, the conditioning does not serve you in the bedroom. It does not. Unless you are you want to be a dom, which I'm sure it could serve you in that way. But for women who want to learn how to surrender and let go, it does not serve you at all. <laughs> yeah. so you have like these two aspects that are kind of at war with each other. They're kind of playing opposite sides but one you've decided to identify with and the other you say "Eh, no we can't be that like we can't be submissive that's weak Um, when in reality as you've now experienced that tapping into your submissive side is like the most powerful thing you've ever done because you chose to allow yourself to go there and it felt like a powerful move for you because you broke out of an identity you created for yourself that maybe didn't find that being submissive or surrendering was powerful or a place that you even wanted to hang out. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Big stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Okay. So what was your favorite part of the program? Can I just go quickly back to what feels possible? Cause Best of your life is definitely, and multi-orgasmic uh, sex life is also. But it's also getting the man that you want. Um, it, it's, it's, what feels possible is not feeling shame around talking about sex anymore and about sex in general and about who you are in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. Um, and also what feels possible is just being so open to trying new things and just being like no I don't like that or yeah I really like that so the whole erotic blueprint thing I find so interesting and I want to try elements of all of them just be like oh I like this I like this I like this so I can get you know really connect with who I really am and my my deep feelings and turns on so juicy yeah okay so if that's all you had to share around the what feels possible. I would love to hear what was your favorite part of the program. (laughs) Okay. Favorite part. Um, I loved the jade egg practices. Uh, They were, they were very empowering, sexy, juicy. Yes. Yep. I feel strong. So I, I, you know, I'm, I like to go to the gym. I like to work out. I'm working out my, my pelvic floor and the rest and I just I feel strong so that's that's cool I loved the group sessions so it was really good to have the video teachings from you but the group sessions were just these amazingly beautiful safe spaces to talk about these things that you feared and felt shame about and and it was that talking that really kind of broke the shame down and and cleared it for me so that was amazing um you also during these sessions get some amazing advice from your fellow sort of uh, ladies but also from you you know you you just called me out on bullshit all the time <laughs> it was like oh yeah that's right yeah that's 
Um, and the working to connect with the deeper parts of ourselves so the inner child stuff the inner masculine that was an amazing beautiful part yeah awesome yay I I loved our group sessions as well oh y'all y'all were so amazing in this group (laughs) oh cool okay and what did you think about the jade egg practice because some people are always a little skeptical of that what did you think of it yeah, that's interesting, actually, because I spoke to a friend of mine about the jade egg practice and she was like, why would you want to put anything up your, you know, your vagina? I'm like, uh, your, your husband's, uh, no, moving on. <laughs> um, it's, I loved it. I thought there was really, it, they're just in themselves, the jade eggs are just so beautiful. I mean, I'm really into crystals and and sort of spiritual energy and things. So they're just in themselves so lovely. And they feel really kind of nice when they're up there. <laughs> and the practices themselves are, you know, I tried to do them daily. I didn't do them daily every day. But it just seemed to make such a difference to how strong my orgasms were. And how intense the sort of the sex was with with my partner. So I could genuinely feel a difference by doing these practices. And they they were good. And they allowed me to just connect with myself pretty much daily. So and and experience pleasure. And not I don't just mean orgasm, I just mean genuine, just genuine general bodily pleasure, fun, experience, desire every single day. And I'd never ever given myself that before. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. I love hearing that. (laughs) Thanks. Okay. Well, who should join this program? Who do you think, what type of woman is in need of this? Ah, anyone and everyone. (laughs) Um, Anyone could learn something from this program. You know, if you're some sort of sex goddess guru, you could learn from this, from the certain one who is, hugely full of shame about sex like me you know you don't have to be anyone particular so I guess I thought kind of thought sort of this kind of coaching might have to be someone who knew about tantric sex or that sort of stuff but actually I'm just a regular old girl (laughs) Um, so I guess particularly anyone who wants to feel more pleasure and more fun in their life Anyone who wants to learn how to to have orgasms or bigger orgasms um, or anyone who wants to learn to be multi-orgasmic, yes, <laughs> come join this course. Um, and just anyone sort of struggling with any kind of shame around sex or being able to speak up about it because it is just such a lovely thing to be able to speak to you and the community that we have about anything that comes up I think we have so much pressure in society at the moment to be the best we can be in everything to be the best mom or the best wife or the best businesswoman or friend or whatever but this course just gives you back time to be yourself it gives you this opportunity to to carve out some well-needed time for your own self-pleasure and self-love and I've grown so much over these last weeks, like all of the weeks. And I, I, I'm properly, I, I'm so sad it's ended. 
Can I start again? (laughs) (laughs) You can. (laughs) Honestly, it really is for anyone and everyone who feels at least just an inkling of maybe that might help me. Please just speak. Yeah, speak to Silly about it. I couldn't promote it anymore. (laughs) It's amazing. Go do it now. Sign up now. Yes, yes. Uh, We'd love to have any of y'all interested. We have a new group of women starting on October. Please don't pin me down for this, but I believe it is October 3rd, the week of October 3rd. Uh, We will be starting a new test drive round. So there's an option to just sign up for the program um, when you apply at www.tillystorm.com forward slash essentially dash embodied dash woman. When you apply, you will take a little quiz and you'll be invited to book a call with our pleasure assessment queen, Jennifer, who is our assistant coach and she's freaking amazing. And she will help you decide if the program is right for you and see if you're a good fit for it. And you have the option to just join then, or you can do a test drive where you join us for three weeks and you feel out if you're in the right space. Uh, We know that the work that I offer, my life's work is not for everyone. I am well aware of that. And I, you know, I hope to find the perfect match. You know, Alex is an absolute ideal client. She's spiritually minded. She takes full responsibility for everything going on in her life. Um, She's been in personal development before and she is just an absolute dream client i loved having you so so much in our program my sweetheart. <laughs> uh, so if you hear yourself and her and if you are someone like her who takes full responsibility and is willing and ready to work on this now uh, go apply and we'll get you in for the october 3rd round of the- thank you so much for joining us alex <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. In so many ways. Yes. (laughs) So many ways. We'll see you. Thank you. No problem. Bye.